Welcome, everybody, to episode 100. This is Han Talks First Podcast. This is the podcast you're looking for. And I, of course, am your host, Han. Welcome. 100 episodes of the podcast and over 100 videos on the YouTube channel. This is our first ever stream on Twitch. So welcome to you streamer, uh, Twitch streamers out there. There are five of you joining us today. So glad you could join us. And welcome to everyone else in the chat already. We have Republic Guardian, Aisa, Max, Jason, Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We got a lot of great stuff planned. Of course, celebrating the 100th episode of the show, uh, which it took us two years. That's two years of podcasting to get here. And I'm so thankful for each and every one of you who have made this happen. And of course, as you've seen from the promotion, we're going to be joined by tons of guests today. We have people like the Four-Legged Gamer, YouTube channel, Sith Talkers, The Pen, The Sword Podcast, Ellie Woods, Hoth Off The Press, Mark Lawrence Music, I Am Rice Krispie, First Galactic, and more, which haven't been put on the the um, the listing. But there are tons of people going to join us today. This is going to be a long stream. If you're listening on the podcast, this is a two-parter. So episode 100, part one and two. So be sure to check out part two later. Um, but that'll be on the podcast later. The video, of course, is on YouTube. We have a bunch of great videos to show you today. And just kind of going to be talking about anything that's going on. You know, there's not much news. So we're just going to kind of celebrate today and, um, you know, talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. So feel free to send in your your thoughts or your questions or um, if even if you just want to say, hey, congrats on 100. I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, so that means next week is the beginning of season three of Han Talks First. And I'm going to go ahead and show you the artwork for the podcast for season three, which will come out next week. Here is the official artwork for Han Talks first season three. Pretty cool, right? A little different, you know, not like the normal one at all, but still has the character in there. So this should make for a fun third season. Uh, there's going to be a new schedule for this show. So if you've been with us for a while, you know that there's a Monday episode, a Wednesday episode and a Friday episode. And we're actually going to be coming back. We're going to be retracting on that a little bit and just doing one Star Wars episode a week going forward uh, on Mondays. And then on Fridays, we will do the Marvel podcast. So a little bit less content. But now that we're caught up in our schedule, we're, we're going to limit it down to two episodes a week. So hopefully you guys are OK with that. And just so you know, if you are new here or you've been with us for a while, there's a tipping option for this show, streamelements.com slash huntalks first slash tip. You can find that link in the description. Don't have to send in your tips, but it's very much appreciated. And of course, we have a Patreon page, uh, of course, at huntalks first. So you can find us there. Join our team, become a member. And yeah, there's going to be no ads on this video or this podcast today. So it's just going to be us talking. I'm not going to berate you with sponsors or anything like that. We're just going to have a great time and just just talk about whatever. Uh, first thing I'll do is just say, you know, some of the highlights from the show. Um, 
of course, the big one is my first video ever on YouTube. Which, if you haven't seen it, that's okay. It's not shot very well, and it's not edited at all. But <laughs> it's uh, my trailer reaction to the Rise of Skywalker trailer. So that was two years ago. That was the first video I posted on here. And uh, another highlight is um, my most popular video on the YouTube channel is the top 10 crazy facts about Ahsoka Tano. Uh, has over 1,800, maybe 1,900 views right now, which is really cool. So people love Ahsoka, and I'm going to do more top 10s going forward. Look forward to one coming out really soon, top 10 crazy facts about Revan. Now, the most popular podcast episode, the full-length show, is actually episode 43, and it's titled The Biggest Star Wars Controversies. And I did that with my guest, uh, Dean from Four-Legged Gamer, who will be joining us in just a few minutes here. So that's the most popular one. It was kind of shocked. I thought uh, one of the most popular episodes was going to be uh, my interview with a Lucasfilm employee, Brian uh, Kessinger, uh, which is actually my favorite moment from doing this show is getting the chance to interview him. And that video version is available on the YouTube page, but you could also just go back and find it on the regular podcast as well. He is a Lucasfilm and Marvel artist he works for disney he's worked on things like tarzan and uh, just a bunch of other animated projects but he does a lot of cartoon work and illustrating and conceptual designs for star wars and marvel so that's that's pretty much my highlights of the podcast so far in this two-year time period and some of my favorite times on this show and of course all, all the guests i've ever had and stuff like that I want to know what yours are, so in the comments below, or DM me on you know Instagram, Twitter. Tell me what your favorite moment was of Han Talks first, and what made you draw into this show. And you know, I would love to know. And we could share that here on the channel as well. Now, like we do every week, we start off with our first segment of the show, which is Star Wars Replay. And I'm going to go ahead and jump right into that. So here is Star Wars Replay number 10. Star Wars Replay. Star Wars Replay is where we replay major moments and events that happened this week in Star Wars history. And on this week, back in 1977, John Williams first began conducting and recording the score for Star Wars A New Hope. In 1979, filming for The Empire Strikes Back began. In 1984, CBS premiered A New Hope on their network for the first time. And in 1989, Jake Lloyd was born this week. In 2005, Republic Commando was released. Republic Commando was in the news recently because it was announced that they will be remastering and re-releasing the game. And finally, in 2014, Variety revealed that Adam Driver would play Kylo Ren in Star Wars The Force Awakens. That's it for Star Wars Replay. Tune in next Monday to find out what major moments and events happened next week in Star Wars history. So yeah, that's our most popular segment of the show and some of the most popular video series on the YouTube. So thank you guys for supporting that. We're going to have more segments of the show going forward, such as um, fan-submitted questions, where we'll dedicate at least 10 to 15 minutes talking about your guys' uh, thoughts on Star Wars or any questions you might have. Now, I did mention at the top of the show, we have a brave alliance of underground podcasters who have banded together to join us to commemorate this glorious triumph today. And we're not going to have everybody in here at once because that would be crazy. And I don't have the RAM to support that. So we're going to bring them in one by one. There were some people that could not make it here live on the show or in person. So they have submitted some video of them just saying hello. 
And I'm going to go ahead and play that for you now. So here are some of the guests who couldn't make it in person today. You're Han Solo. Han Solo. Hi. What up, Han? Hi, it's Chris. Han, old buddy, old pal, how's it going? What up, it's your boy, Mark. Hey, it's your boy, Dirty Work in the Building. It's Nate and Noah from the First Galactic Podcast. Podcast. Hey, just want to congratulate you, uh, congratulate you on 100 episodes on the podcast. So 100. Super proud of you. We love talking about Star Wars with you, one of my favorite people. Uh, we love you, and here's to another 100 more. So much. Big heart, big heart. Rock and roll, bro. Great job. Just wanted to hop in and say how proud I am of you. 100 episodes. I mean, you've been working so hard and putting so much good content out there. Just sharing the love of Star Wars with everyone. And I just cannot wait to see what else you do next. And I'm so proud of you. Love you. And we're super happy to be here with you guys. Thank you for allowing us to be part of this community. Uh, we love Star Wars, everything about Star Wars. Uh -huh. Yes, thank you, Han. Um, I just wanted to jump in and say we appreciate you from the start. Still appreciate you today. You've been one of our first and closest friends in this community. We want to thank you for the opportunities you've given us on your show and helped us out to reach the point where we are growing, engaging, and being part of this great community. Okay. So thank you, everybody, and may the force be with you. That was great. Thank you all who couldn't make it here today to send in a video for that. That means a lot to me. I'm so happy you could you could have done that. So now I'm going to bring in some of uh, the live guests here today. And you know them. They've been here before. And so let me now welcome both Lando from Sith Talkers and Dean of <laughs> <laughs> Love the costume. That's amazing. Oh, I'm having trouble hearing you, Dean. I think your mic's off. Yeah, you're uh, muted. Can, you have to unmute yourself. Okay, let me know if I'm too loud. I have a brand new mic, so I've been testing the waters with it. No, you sound great, Lando. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Dean, you're muted on the... There you go. I muted myself. Uh, there there you go. he is. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Hey, I'm doing awesome. First off, uh, Han... Right, because I don't say Han, it's Han. Uh, <laughs> congratulations uh, on 100 episodes. Um, you know, we kind of met right at the same time. Our kind of Star Wars podcast journey kind of started at the same time. Um, cheated a little bit with all these uh, extra episodes because I'm almost <laughs> at 100. Uh, yeah, so, you're what? You're 97, 98. Uh, 90. We just did episode 98, so we're actually two. We're two away um perfect from 100 but man it, it's so like i said you're such a positive uh role model for the star wars community and i'm so glad uh whoever reached out to who i can't remember but i'm so glad we met each other you know through the star wars community and and you're an awesome guy awesome dude and you love star wars through and through so <laughs> thank you so much yeah. yeah i don't remember who reached out to who actually i th i have for not some a clue. reason i'm thinking it's I, I, I see it both ways. I can't remember exactly, but I'm glad I'm glad we met. And yeah, I, we like started like almost the same week. I know it was yes. the same month. 
Mar- and, uh, March, March or April. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you switched from doing Sunday episodes to Monday, right? Uh, no, cause no, I still do. We still drop the podcast on, on Sundays. Sunday? Yeah. Okay. I think I think could switch from Monday to Sunday, Sunday night. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what it was. Well, and, yeah, you guys can. Oh, I was just saying, you know, I am known and you, you know, I write Star Wars songs, right? On my yeah. acoustic guitar. So for the special occasion, oh, I no. did write you a song. So I don't know if you want to hear it first or, or Dean, or if you want to go ahead and uh, talk. Yeah, let's on. hear from Dean and then, and then play it. I'm very okay. curious. <laughs> you got it. Can y'all hear me now? We can hear you now. Okay, just making sure because my whole headset. <laughs> I love it. So that, I wish you could wear it the whole time. The helmet like muted everything, so that I was. That's why I was over here doing this. I didn't even get to hear what Lando was saying because everything <laughs> I had no sound anymore. <laughs> Taking it off and everything. Um, no, but Han, congratulations on episode one hundred. Glad that like I know that you've been working on this for a year, two years now, because I know that we originally talked about it. I find it very ironic. We're actually wearing the same shirt too. After no way. This. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I made so. it a dress code and have everyone wear the same shirt. <laughs> I can go get mine. You have it? <laughs> yeah. No, no. What, what we need to do is all go get the same cardigan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. That'll do it. Um, yeah, uh, these guys both have YouTube channels uh, and. Lando has a podcast, Sith Talkers and Four-Legged Gamers. So go subscribe to them, check them out. They work with me a lot and we collaborate on many things and um, they're they're fantastic and it's worth following them and supporting them as well on this journey. And um, yeah, so happy you guys could make it here today. So let's hear your song. You want to? All right. So um, this I'm is nervous. just for you. Y'all hear you nervous? No, 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 no. Don't be. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. I just hope it. I just hope I play it okay. Cause I just um, kind of a. I'm kind of a last minute guy. I got up this morning. Um, I got through all my work stuff this morning, and uh, I wrote this song just for you. I not the music, but all the words and the music and the song is called Han Talks First. Perfect. All right. So here we go. All right, here we go. You got a show on Monday and Wednesday. WandaVision on Friday. Oh, all I want to do is love Han Talks first. He goes behind the scenes. He does interviews. I love Star Wars replay and so will you. Oh, all I want to do is Love Han Talks First He'll reach you, teach you Everything he knows about Star Star Wars, Wanda Even think he likes Jar Jar So let me congratulate my good friend Lando and Han are together again all you gotta do is love Han Talks first. I really love Han Talks first. That was amazing. <laughs> Hell yes. I love that. 
and there that's you go, my new Han, intro for the that, podcast. <laughs> that was that was just for you my friend uh you gotta love han talks first i i really love that song great job <laughs> fantastic uh, i'm gonna snip that out for sure thank you so much <laughs> you're welcome um, uh welcome everybody who's joining us now um i see some new people from twitch welcome our first twitch stream welcome to the show jason says woohoo 100 thank you jason cheddar and max says congrats aisa thank you guys so much max loves the new artwork thank you max addison's favorite moment was dharma the dharma episode of star wars yeah i know you enjoyed that you, you told me I, I, I loved making it uh the book is fantastic as well rule farm boy is here perfect way to end my four-day week in a live chat with friends so glad you could join us farm boy and thank you for the congratulations as well and live music yes you get it right here uh max <laughs> says amazing song as well so people love the song thank as well you. lando it's not just us so I don't have anything like scheduled to talk about today, but before we just like kind of jump into whatever we want to, there was one more person who couldn't make it to this time period and, but they wanted to send in a video saying hello. So here is um, Daisy Ridley, and this is actually her reaction to the new artwork and 100 episodes. Good God. <laughs> Thank you, Daisy. I'm so glad you could make that video for me. So, so did you hear? So you you heard right? So, so there was a recent interview with her, and she said she is open now to returning to Star Wars. Obviously, after the movie was done, everybody's like, "Nope, not coming back. Nope, I'm all done. Characters wrapped up. All good." And now it's like, never say never. <laughs> well, part of my thought process when they started saying all that is, didn't they sign, sign contracts for like all of them did like six years or something, like more than six years, like 10 years, a decade worth of stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so the thing I saw, uh, I saw the same thing you did. And she, she did say that, but it also sounded like she was saying she's also not interested because she also said like, I felt like it was the perfect way to end Ray's arc. And she said something about how she just imagines Ray running through the forest somewhere, being happy with who she is now. And she, but yeah, she also said like, never say never. And she'd be open to that idea. I, I would, there was that loose, loose end there where she got the new lightsaber, which I wish we got more of. Cause I, I loved her new saber and showing that she's going to go on and, possibly make a Jedi Academy, possibly do more things in the galaxy. And I would love to see it. And what about you guys? Yeah. So um, here's a little, little tidbit from our latest episode that dropped yesterday. So me and my brother, we came up, we're always coming up with crazy new endings to the rise of Skywalker because that's what we love to do. And this was our new crazy ending. So this is where you could get days really in episode uh, 10 or 11 or 12. So our, our quick plot twist, was uh it's the first order the sith order and then the resistance so kylo wouldn't join the emperor so then the first order would fight the sith order but then the resistance would help the first order defeat the sith order so then we get the tag team with kylo and ray they would help defeat the emperor and then as soon as the the dust settles then they turn on each other and what happens is Kylo has her, has her pinned down, ready to do the death blow. Kind of, kind of like in the movie. 
Except this time, Luke's force ghost appears. Anakin's force ghost appears. Leia's force ghost appears. And in that moment, that, and, and, and you see his lightsaber that's edgy and unstable. It turns stable and blue slowly. And then you can see him turn good. And in that moment, Ray cheap guts him, just like in the movie, except this time she gets up and she has the Sith eyes and she turns Sith. And then you see a blue lightsaber ignite and it's Finn. And then the movie goes black. And then oh. that sets up <laughs> another movie. Because then, then you, right. And then that gives I, Finn another movie and Ray another movie. Yeah. I really like that. But um, kind of where I think that they could go further with Ray is they could play the whole because the um, dyad in the force, they could claim that it's um, almost remorse, grief, and everything. She could turn to the dark side through grief because she did love Ben Solo in a very quick fashion. So what they could actually do is episode 10 could be she turns to the dark side because she's learning dark arts of the force to bring Solo back to life, to bring Ben back to life. And then now it's Ben for the next trilogy being the good guy trying to like show Ray, this is who you are. And that's kind of where I think they could go with it. And I think that'd be an awesome story arc because then we actually get the double bladed Ray that we saw in the, um, basically the cave. I know it wasn't cave though, but in the, um, in the treasury room. But I think that'd be a really cool arc to bring Ridley. And you guys know me, Kylo is my favorite from this um, trilogy. Bringing back my favorite character, I think that would be an awesome arc. Yeah. You mean the room in the throne room that survived yeah. the crash, the explosion? It, okay. it was. It was I can't piece. remember what the name was. It was. They called it like the vault, the artifact room. Yeah. It was some type of room. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah, that survived the explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I love, <laughs> I love that that whole scene there. Um. Well, what's interesting, Max points this out here too. I know he has a theory that um, you know, they're going to make. 10 through 12 again at some point. I also agree. Uh, I think there's no chance they're not going to do that sometime in the future. Uh, his, his guess is that Daisy would return for 10 and 12. I'm not sure. I, if, if she does, I think it would be for a minor role, like a cameo, just like how they did with the legacy characters in the sequel. I can't see her being a main character, but I, I think they would do the same thing they did before. They would just make her the new Obi-Wan type and train a new type of Jedi and thing like something like that. But I don't know. You guys think she'll be in 10 through 12? I think she if has she to would be. Want to? I, I don't think she'd want to, but I think she has to be in 10 through 12. I think it's like she has to. Otherwise, now there's just like there's already questions about Star Wars of why was 789 needed? And then all of a sudden now you're gonna say we removed all the characters 789. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i say go go away from the right because we 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 got it right the the mentor thing i think if they do do another sequel if they do 10 11 and 12 you put ray still in her prime because right everybody wanted like a luke skywalker movie like in their prime so give us our yeah. jedi in prime to deal you know to deal with a conflict but yeah do it not as a it's it's her you know once again it would be her trilogy and maybe her turning eventually turning to the dark side Do, like your point that. dean like and if she turned to the dark side then that could set up another trilogy 
Hell yeah, that'd be sick. I think she might even make an appearance in one of these upcoming shows. Yeah, no, maybe not Obi Wan, obviously, or or uh, one of the other ones that take place before her time, but like possibly, um, uh, what's the one that's coming out after? Oh, it's a movie, Rogue Squadron. So maybe like Rogue yeah. Squadron. You know, I. Do we know the time period on that there. one? It's um in the future. It's basically close to where there's still the um New Republic's Galactic Fleet. Okay. It's supposed yeah. to be around that time, so I would assume actually, basically, in, in terms of shows and movies, it's going to be closer to in between Force Awakens and The Resistance. If y'all haven't watched The Resistance, I know that yep. Han and I have talked about this before. Of if there's the um, New Republic Galactic Fleet, why haven't they helped in any of the movies? Then we talked about <laughs> well, right. Resistance was before that. <laughs> okay, so with with Resistance, I love Resistance. It's definitely the most childish out of all the animated <laughs> stuff but i think with this new rangers of the republic show if they follow that if it if resistance was live action i can see it being like rangers of the republic and i would love for them to do something like that because I, I love resistance so much especially how it ties in with the sequel Han, i loved it too We're, we must be in the minority because i actually really enjoyed the i have actually have fig i have three and three quarter figures on my wall uh of the characters so i mean I really, and it is the most, uh, the animation is real simple too. Um, yeah. I really liked it. And at the end, it ties into uh, The Force Awakens. Like you're in the same timeline. Yep. Because you get Hux's uh, speech near the and end. And I really, I also really like how they um, showed that racing was still a thing as well. I'm not a huge racing fan like in real life, but like it's cool seeing that we always like seeing the pod racers, but we haven't really seen that people actually racing ships. Like we know that beggars run and things like that we've heard about the time trials but we haven't actually seen races like that so i like that we saw this different aspect of racing that was um x y and z not just x <laughs> yeah i think the i think the thing with uh resistance why it gets such a bad um bad rap is because people just don't give it a chance you know i think they see the animation style and they see like the trailers and it's kind of it just looks goofy and you know, but it, it is, it as you said, it's extremely childish and I have to be in the right mindset to watch it. I enjoy it, but I have to be in the right mindset to watch it. Like it's, um, it, it's just one of those things that sometimes it's just so dumb that it's like, do I really need to watch this? Like some episodes are just like pulling teeth, but other episodes are really good. Like the um, finale, when they were tying it into the force awakens, that finale, that three run stretch of that finale, phenomenal. That, that was not Clone Wars esque, but it was still the most adult the show had felt. Yeah, I I love the finale. If you had to, okay, so we've all seen all three of the animated shows, right? Yeah. So if we had to rank them in uh, favorability, I'll go first. Mine, my top is Rebels. I think it's because I started with Rebels. That might be why, but it's definitely Rebels, Clone Wars, and then resistance i just rebels which, which clone so wars there, there's actually four animated shows are you talking about the anime one or the <laughs> no you're <laughs> the, right the anime, one, the anime one was actually kind of cool i remember watching that on cartoon network <laughs> well one of the guys who made it is coming back to do visions he's doing an episode of visions is that what's called i don't think i realize that yeah what about well just the traditional clone wars then the uh or the lucas one what about uh what dean what about you if you had to rank so them. from 
for me is the same order rebels clone wars resistance rebels wasn't my first though clone wars was the first it's just rebels really spoke to me and then the final season everybody said the final season was really bad and i was like in my opinion the final season was the best it was the most emotion the most like heartstrings being tugged watching the jedis basically sacrifice themselves even though they knew that they were basically extinct and it was just showing what i guess i would say the more modern jedi not the um old republic or the republic galactic republic jedi it was just really showing that what like after the empire jedis really became out to be of we're just heroes we're not having any sort of um issues um like where it's like the internal conflicts it was just we're just heroes of the galaxy and we're going to do we're going to be good guys but we're going to do it the way that it needs to be done to make it happen it wasn't let's stick to this old code that is allowing the sith to even rise yeah yeah i agree what about you lando Man, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I'm different ages than you guys because I'm complete. I'm different. Yeah, my I'm different. So because I absolutely love the Clone Wars. So the Clone Wars would be number one for me, and then uh, Rebels, and then Resistance. Um, I don't want to take anything away from Rebels because I absolutely love the world between worlds, um, and I love how it ends with uh, Obi Wan and Tatooine. Don't get me wrong, but Clone Wars, man, there's so much material in there. I I think every Star Wars fan should watch the Clone Wars. And I know there's lots of like offbeat episodes, but that's what I love about the Clone Wars is you're going to get like a three, four, five episode story arc with just clone troopers. No Jedi, no nothing. You're going to get a story arc with the droids. You're going to get a story arc with Padme. You're going to get story arcs with Anakin. That's why I love the Clone Wars. You flesh out Anakin Skywalker way more flesh out Padme the clones you find out about the inhibitor chips uh order 66 like uh the, the mortis arc just right uh uh Darth Maul it's just on and on and on the the you learn about the force with the the father the son and it's just like there's so much good stuff and a lot of people are just like oh there's a lot of you know crap in it but man there is so much good stuff like the people like the stuff Everybody says there's so much crap. I I think it's the good stuff. All all that story. I don't know. Like, I love context, right? So yeah. I'm one of those people. I don't I don't want to pick up the Rise of Skywalker book to help me better understand the Rise <laughs> of Skywalker. Sorry. Like, give give me context. Like, give and, me context. And the Clone Wars gives you so much context. So when you go and watch the movies again, especially the prequels, oh man, you you just view it so differently. So different. And I can, yeah, I completely agree there. Like, there's just so much detail throughout that whole thing where that's actually one of the, um, not a downfall of it, but that's actually one of the reasons why it's second for me because I've watched every episode, I've watched every episode numerous, numerous times. It's just one of those things of there's so much there. There's a lot. <laughs> exactly. It, it can be overwhelming. It can yeah. be overwhelming because I know that when I talked about the Mortis arc with people and the dagger and everything, how I thought the dagger was that the one in the Return of the Jedi, Never not Return did. of the Jedi, the, um, the Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Um, but basically, my friends were looking at me like, "What? what yeah. Which episodes are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Season five, episode." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, Obi Wan has a love interest. I mean, that is amazing. Like. That to me, that's amazing. 
Duchess. And we always thought he was hermit. Speaking <laughs> of his love interest, did you hear the rumor? It like just dropped about um, his child might be coming into uh, Obi Wan's child might be coming into the Star Wars world. His his unknown child with Satine. I just saw it this morning, and I forgot the website. I'd have to look it up, but let me see if I can find it in my search history. I was like blown away. I forget who the source was, but they were saying basically in uh, the Obi Wan show we'll see something about. Obi Wan's child and Bo Katan's child, like being friends. I don't believe it, but <laughs> it'd be so cool if it happened. See, here's the th- here's the thing about, uh, wait, real quick. Here's the thing about the Clone Wars and Rebels, um, and why they're each like respectively like masterpieces, and it's hard to like pick one over the other because Rebels is essentially its own. Rebels is one big arc, right? Clone Wars does have a big arc in it, but it it's episodical and it's kind of what George Lucas like wanted that Star Wars to be from the beginning. And you can jump in at any episode and kind of be okay with Clone Wars. And with Rebels, you can do that sometimes, but you really need to know like who Ezra was before you get into season three. And you need to know the history with the Inquisitors and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's why my preference is Rebels, because it's just one big one elongated movie essentially uh, with the same characters but the best part about clone wars is each episode you get a new character whether it's like one you've never seen before or it's some jedi that was walking in the background of like attack of the clones and you get to like find out so much more about him kind of what you were saying lando kit fisto so, like <laughs> exactly hot cad bane. bane i mean come on he's like one of the coolest bounty hunters i mean and you get more on Asa Adventure. Uh, it's just like I said, so much, so much stuff. I, I do agree with you, Han. Anytime you have to go online and see which order to watch the Clone Wars, and you're like, hey, okay, watch season four, episode five. Okay, then go to season two, episode three. Th- those go one, two. Yeah, it's for, it's completely out of order. But they're all in sto- story arcs. Yeah, so. I didn't mean to cut you off, Dean. Oh, all I was going to say was, and now I've lost it, so it's fine. <laughs> I forgot. It was, um, what were you saying right before? Like, right before that? Uh, the Obi-Wan's kid. Oh, yeah, there we go. So that's all you need to say. Um, so with Obi-Wan, the, the only thing that I have an issue with, if that's true about, like, his kid, is I've always viewed Obi-Wan as, like, the hermit-type Jedi. Like, I know they had love interest, but I always kind of felt that he was one of those people that, he was part of the, as what we've talked about before, the old Jedi code, which was the Jedi order and everything in the council. And then there's the new Jedi that we talked about where that's kind of Luke Ray and so forth. from then on, I've always kind of felt like he was one of those, um, in betweeners, but I always felt that he leaned towards the old side because that's what he grew up and learned. And then that he was raising the, um, new Jedi. So like, that's where I'm like, I can't really view him with a kid. So I don't know you're if talking I about like, like celibacy. That. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, basically. Okay. I mean, how most of the Jedi were celibate. So basically, the way that I viewed him was he has these new jet, like these new era thoughts, but he's still at heart old era, where he will make new era actions. But when it comes to family and his lifestyle, it was old era. That's kind of like the way I've always yeah. viewed him is like because there's a reason why Anakin, Luke, um, Ray, in a way, just his lineage of Jedi were all kind of we're this new version of Jedi and not sitting around in a circle Jedi. And I know that it was different times too, yeah. between those two, but 
that's always been my view of Obi-Wan was just he's old at heart, but has new actions. So I kind of felt like if you were to have a kid, it kind of throws off my image of him. I don't know how, how you guys feel about that, but that's just the way I viewed him as kind of like old age, but new actions. I, I agree. I, 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 I think Obi-Wan is the quint, quintessential Jedi by the book Jedi. Right. Like, like you say, you say Obi-Wan Kenobi to me, and I think this is the by the numbers, I'm all in Jedi code. Like, fault. I mean, granted, like I said, he had feelings for, but like, yeah, I don't think he ever crosses that line. Like, yeah. I don't think he ever does. Like, that's, yeah. that's his character. And I think you see that in that uh, season three of Rebels when he shows back up and it's like, wow, this man still believes, you know, his ideals and he he's still uh he's still a true jedi at heart so yeah i see that as well i want to go to the chat here i lost what was being said but uh, some people are making some comments here um onelian nan i still can't pronounce that name man you're gonna have to type how you say it um it says that daisy ridley uh don't want sad that daisy Ridley don't want to come back yes don't want to come back uh yeah i think it, what's interesting about her comment is that you can you read it both ways you know it, whether she'll Want, I don't. I don't think personally she wants to, but I think she's open to the idea, at least at this time period, like right now. Um, let's see. I had some other comments here. Yes, Max uh, always talks about Kotor. Says uh, maybe a trilogy adaptation of the Kotor game. I, I can. I think that's been in development at Lucasfilm. I think they're they're trying to figure out a way to make it work. Honestly. I mean, they did There's try a reason with... why they're remaking the game. Sorry, sorry to bring in like my yeah. gaming stuff because y'all know that on the gaming channel at the end of the day. It's already been like confirmed that they're remaking those, um, at least the first one. That's already been confirmed. It's by a studio that we'd never expect, which a lot of the rumors are Aspire, which is who does all the ports, such as um, you brought up the Clone Trooper game um, in the Star Wars um, Flash replays. Um, just yeah. to, like at the beginning of this episode, they're the ones doing that port. They've done all the ports over to the Switch, the PlayStation, and the Xbox of all the old games. And it's rumored that they're doing the full remaster remake of KOTOR as well. That's who the rumor is of. But there's a reason why they're trying to bring those back to light. I know that they're loved by fans like us. But if you're Disney, you're not going to bring those back just because. Like for a full right. remake. A port, you would do. Because everything else Aspire has done has been a port. Like they directly did Pod Racer from N64 and just made that 1080p, nothing else different, still same um, frameworks and everything, and just threw it on the Switch. You don't do that with KOTOR and do a full remaster or remake and not just a port unless you have more plans there. Based on the rest of what Disney has ported over to different consoles from old stuff, they've yet to do a remake and this time they're doing a remake. There's more there. Well, let me ask you a question since you're the, the four-legged gamer. Um, Aspire doing the uh, Republic Commando port release, yeah. but it's not going to be on Xbox. Do you have any theories as to why for that? And also, do you think that will apply to Knights of the Old Republic as well? My guess why it's not on Xbox is every single system you choose is going to cost a little bit more money. At the end of the day, that's the way it is because you need to make it run the best on this system, this system, and this system. The Switch is a proven seller and sells better than when it comes to third-party games right now. It's selling the best like when it comes to the console and games. 
PS5 is still too new, so not everybody has it. So they ported it to the PS4. Then the Xbox has the best backwards compatibility out of all the systems. And the original place that Republic Commander came out was the Xbox, original Xbox or Xbox 360. I can't remember now, but it's already backwards compatible. So they're not going to get any sales on that game, probably, when you can just go buy the original disc for five, ten dollars So why would I pay extra money? Let's say the price is 10000 per system port two. I pay $20,000 to put it on the Switch and the PlayStation. People are just going to go buy this game for $5 instead of buy it again for 20. So it's just why pay $10,000 for that one and we save 10K. That'd be my guess. And KOTOR could get the same treatment because KOTOR was originally Xbox as well. So it may only go to PlayStation and Switch again because the backwards compatibility of the Xbox. So the backwards compatibility of the Xbox could be hurting Star Wars fans in a way, if you want to look at it that way. Well, it hurts me. <laughs> uh, Lando, I think I cut you off for a second. Did you have something to add to that? Yeah, I was just like, you started talking about Knights of the Old Republic. Do you think Benioff and Weiss got hired to help with that? I mean, I know they're let go at this point, but do you think they got brought in to maybe help with an adaptation of the Old Republic? I- I think that's exactly why they were brought in. I think they were brought in for that to work with Ryan Johnson. And uh, I think they were going to have Ryan Johnson bring like the originality to it, like a, a remake, not actually following the game at all. But I think that, yeah, I think that's what they were hired to do. And then after Game of Thrones came out, people hated it. Yeah, I didn't watch season. it. But, Don't bother. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's so weird that that keeps happening at, at Lucasfilm, you know, like, they bring in people and then something comes out like with Trevorrow. He did that book of life or something movie and book of Henry. And then it like was poorly received. So she was like, you're out. It's why, why do you think this keeps happening? I know we're kind of jumping around. He had topic. a great script too. He had a great script for episode nine. Dean, did you, did you read his episode nine? No, I didn't. Oh, so good. So good. There's this, and- there's just wonderful, uh, animated adaptation of it that Star Wars Theory made of his episode 9 script at least for like 5 minutes of it uh, It's I, he does the scene the opening scene right with Kylo did you see it Lando? Uh, yes so it's great you should check that out and then the script's everywhere you can read it but yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. definitely it was, it was a lot different than what yeah, was just going. look at the footnotes trust me just look at the foot, footnotes all the ideas were amazing and they were actually fresh new it, it wasn't rehashing storylines uh or you know whatnot it was actually pretty pretty good i think i would i think i would have really enjoyed it well yeah he um uh, i recently did an episode with um a screenwriter cameron pasha if you guys want to check out that episode you can so and good him, so good it is thank so you good. and i asked him the question is was episode nine doomed to fail because it seemed like an impossible film to write to complete not only the trilogy but the entire saga and his answer was yes but colin trevorrow figured out a way to do it and he was he was basically saying you know if he was hired to come in and fix it or end the movies the trilogy he said he would have no idea where to start he had and other writers would probably be in the same spot but he said colin trevorrow's script was incredible and it was well made i haven't read the whole thing so i can't you know give my opinion on it but from what i've seen people talk about it sounds like it was some cool ideas but that's just another perspective on that from a a a professional so 
I'll have to go back and read it at some point. If you guys in the chat have read Colin Trevorrow's Nine, please um, you know, let us know what your thoughts were in the chat, and we'll talk about it some more. Now, I had some more guests jumping in today. One of them called out. So Lando, Dean, if you guys want to stick around, you're more than welcome to. And I'll just bring in a new, uh, new guest here. Um, so do you guys want to stay, or do you have places to be? Yeah. I can um, stick around for a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm going to welcome now my old friend, um, my Jedi master in some ways. This is Zach Valadon from the Pen the Sword podcast. What's up, buddy? Oh, man, that was very humbling. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> Good, man. I'm so glad to see you again. Oh, how, how have you been? I'm phenomenal. Hey, congrats on 100 episodes, brother. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're kind of just talking about everything today. But it's been it's been a while since uh, I've had you on so i wanted to give you a chance to tell people about your your podcast and maybe your new company if you wanted to talk about it at all oh thanks man uh yeah um i i run the pen the sword hey fort like a gamer good to see you How's we, Zach? we were on together last time i was on yep um, i was gonna ask if that was the last time <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was I, I run a podcast called the pen the sword where i dig in uh with creative people about what they make and why they make it. And sometimes if there's enough time, how they go about making it or what kind of uh, um, bread basket they need to be in, so to speak, to, to make uh, the magic happen. So that's, that's that I'm actually working on putting up a new episode today. It'll be my 25th one. Uh, well, you're back. You took a little bit of a break. I saw I, you have three more episodes out. I did. Yeah, I took a, a well, what actually happened was that the computer I'm on now speaking to you coming at you telephonically through the internet on uh, completely had a meltdown. It's like a 2012 MacBook. And oh, um, no. with, as as Apple does, they, they build in planned obsolescence. And when new operating systems come out, things start to break. And mine had a little kerfuffle and uh, we were out of That's commission Mac for you. <laughs> yeah uh mac kerfuffle jones that's what i call him um so i'm really it, curious about your um do you want to talk about moonlight yeah yeah absolutely because uh, so i haven't I, talked to you about it yet and i'm i'm really curious to hear more thank you for asking i feel like i've come on your your wonderful show uh to, <laughs> to talk about my nonsense in life that's um, what we're here for i love it this is so moonlife is um it's a coffee company born out of the desire to provide sustainably sourced, um, delicious, and also environmentally conscious. Uh, I guess that's also part of sustainably sourced, but a bit of coffee product um, for uh, awakened people in the digital age. And so what we do is um, we work with uh, uh, roasters and uh, green bean sourcers uh green bean is in unroasted coffee uh that have good relationships with farms so so you can count on the idea that from the farm to your french press you are getting a a sustainably sourced coffee product that that is uh rooted in in ethical consumption so so that that's kind of part of it but then the other thing is is uh, my business partner and i who you've met omar omar lopez uh, we are uh, looking to donate a, a significant portion of our profit to, uh, uh, wow, I'm blank words, find the words, uh, 
nonprofits and, and other organizations that are dedicated to um, environmental conservation. Well, that's really cool. Yeah, I've tagged um, all these people below. So if you're if anyone listening is interested, you can you can go and check out their stuff. You know, we have Sith Talkers here, Four Legged Gamer, and now Zach Valadon from the Pen the Sword podcast. Highly recommend all these channels and check them out a little bit more. Max in the chat brings up some more interesting topics of discussion. He always does. So um, he says here, I don't think they'll do the Old Republic movies. It'll not happen soon because we have Rogue Squadron, Taika's movie, Kevin's movie, Ryan Johnson's trilogy, and maybe J.D. Dillard. So I brought this up because I wanted to ask you guys kind of where where your excitement is most directed at for the upcoming the upcoming Star Wars movies. For one thing me and Max have been talking about a lot is the J.D. Dillard movie and the Ryan Johnson movie. He really wants Ryan Johnson's to happen. But have you guys heard at all about J.D. Dillard, the director of Sweetheart, coming in to make a Star Wars movie? No. Nobody? Okay, Not so he made... Nope. There's this Netflix movie. <laughs> on. Uh, there's this movie on Netflix called Sweetheart. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. I talk about it all the time. It's uh, pretty much like Creature of the Black Lagoon style filmmaking. It's a monster movie. And it's independent film, very limited, you know, in its scope, but it's fantastic. And it was rumored last May that I think it was May that J.D. Dillard was developing a movie for Star Wars, but it wasn't they weren't sure if it was going to be on Disney Plus or for a theatrical experience. So we, we me and Max, we talk about it all the time. I know you're excited about it and want it to happen. Uh, I actually reached out to. JD Dillard on Twitter saying, Hey, yo, is this happening? He hasn't responded, but that's one I'm really looking forward to if it does happen because it brings that independent filmmaker approach to it, similar to how the Ryan Johnson came in from independent films, made one himself. Um, but where do you, where did you, your guys' excitement lie on upcoming prospects, possible Star Wars films? Uh, Sith Talkers, you want to go first? So the strictly movies, right? Yeah, so, just movies. So as as much as I dislike the, the Last Jedi, because um, I do. I mean, I love the movie. I just I completely disagree with Ryan Johnson's vision and version of Star Wars. However, he is a brilliant filmmaker. I love all his other movies. So I think a fresh slate and fresh characters, new characters, um, new everything, uh, detached from the Skywalker story, with you know. With none of those characters, I think he can make a brilliant trilogy. And I will say this: maybe if Ryan Johnson did all three movies, I might be thinking differently about the sequel trilogy, right? I mean, we can all say that. If JJ did all three. If Ryan Johnson did all three, so. But I, I think, but I, I still disagree with Ryan Johnson's vision of what he did. But I think he could make a brilliant, different Star Wars movie uh, outside the Skywalker storylines. That was a good point. The one vision thing. Uh, I think that goes true for all the Star Wars movies we've seen with George Lucas, of course. And we've seen with The Mandalorian, uh, you know, with George Lucas, John Favreau, all this kind of stuff. Dave Filoni with the animated stuff. Uh, one vision is uh, definitely um, uh, it's more accepted by people. I, I like that that comment you made. Uh, Four-Legged Gamer, what about you? Um, for me, I'm now interested in the JD thing because... yes. I've actually always kind of wondered why there hasn't been like a horror movie or a monster movie uh, from Star Wars because there's plenty of lore out there to make that happen. <laughs> um, so I think that'd be actually a really cool different take. Like give it where there's um, 
just some sort of monster that has armor against lightsabers and he can still get the Jedi force action in there and they're on the run from this creature and then they have to figure out, learn over time while this creature's popping up out of nowhere that they have to fight off and then get away from. I'm imagining a video game now like um, Alien Isolation. Like, I think turning a Star Wars movie where it's like that would be actually really cool. Um, but before you mentioned that, Taika's uh, movie, just because I really like what Taika does, and then what he did with uh, Mandalorian in the first season, he's got me on board whenever he makes a Star Wars anything. And it's almost anything he makes in general is like, he's such a, like, he's already a great director, but he's, he's feel, feels like he's new on the block still, but all his stuff is so strong. Everything he touches is gold basically. So like, I'm really excited yeah. for his movie, whatever it could be. Another independent filmmaker, uh, what we do in the shadows hunt for the wilder people, all that stuff. I'm, I'm psyched for his movie as well. You made a comment about, um, star Wars should move into like the horror horror or genre bending in general Just spinoffs. And, <laughs> Well, yeah, that's why the second episode of season two of The Mandalorian is one of my favorites because it was essentially a horror film, a monster yeah. movie, and the one with the crate dragon. But the, it like takes it, it's bending genre of Star Wars, and I like that too. I, I definitely think it's possible, and I'd like to see more as well. Uh, Zach, give it ah. to me, Daddy. Uh, Taika's film. I, I want to get like a Ragnarok in, in Star Wars. I think that would be phenomenal. Um, I so I'm hopeful that b- because of this kind of this new era that they're visiting in the comics and the books world, the High Republic. Uh, I read uh, Light of the Jedi, and it left a lot for me to be desired. And I'm I'm hopeful that the follow up and and I don't just mean that in in terms of like like it was like a good cliffhanger or anything. Like I felt like they introduced thousands of characters that I was not wedded to. And maybe that was just because it was constructed in the, in the form of a narrative book. And there are so many people and they couldn't extrapolate on every single one of them. And it will be a series. Um, I would love to see a movie set in this universe uh, or not this universe, but rather this time frame. There, there's so much cool stuff going on and, um, you know, I love watching uh, videos in of like Knights of the Old Republic cinematics or or Old Republic cinematics where they're like these old time Jedi are having these crazy lightsaber fights. Um, some of my favorite elements from the prequel films, of course. So I'd love to see um, more of like the like this High Republic days. What kind of combat is going on? How they can really explore sort of like the golden age of the Jedi here um, would be very cool. Yeah. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention that Max also pointed out in the chat, thank you, Max, is that the rumor of JD's movie is supposed to be about Exegol and the history of that. So it could also be uh, you know, a genre film in the horror department. And I think an Exegol film would be fantastic. I mean, I love th- that opening scene of Rise of Skywalker was amazing. I was pissed when they released that before the movie came out. They put like a little teaser or opening scene i can't remember what they called it but it showed kylo going to exegol and basically hearing palpatine's voice and i was so they mad that i trailer. saw that for the movie they called they it did? a trailer and they literally showed the first minute of the movie and like, once i saw the movie i was like at least it was the beginning they showed us <laughs> yeah i would have loved to seen that for the first time on the big screen i mean like it was they didn't even chop it up it was palpatine was saying i've been every voice in your head and it literally gave that whole segment i'm just like (laughs) i've already watched this (laughs) right yeah 
I don't know. I'm glad but they that... didn't drop the visual of Palpatine until after that, though. That like yeah, they, they stopped true. it in your head, and then it <laughs> it closed. Yeah. I still think that's funny bringing James Earl Jones back for that because you could tell he's like a 90 year old man in your head. <laughs> okay I oh, have a very before upbeat. we jump from the Exegol thing I think yeah. that that would be a horror style movie but I think it would go away from the monster style because I'm imagining like a Sith ghost movie just because that's what oh, Sith, Sith like to, like that's where my head goes is just because that's what we saw at Exegol we didn't know what all those figures were. We just knew they were, they were kind of like ghost type Sith worshippers. So it'd be yeah. interesting to make that like the type of movie is a Jedi or somebody gets crash landed on that planet just by accident because nobody knows how to get there and they happen to accidentally find it. That'd make an interesting yeah. movie. I, I totally, I'm right there with you. Okay, so I have a, an offbeat topic. Now this is something that I actually uh, kind of dipped into yesterday i think it was i went live on instagram with aisa some of you know aisa and we were kind of just you know talking about whatever by the way i started this new series on instagram live hans hangouts so if you guys are ever around for those you know those are really fun but we started talking about this right here the comparing and contrasting between the jurassic park and star wars mainly talking about the original trilogy of Star Wars and the original three of Jurassic Park. And we had some really interesting conversations about it. So I wanted to kind of bring that to the table today and ask you guys, have you ever th thought about the comparisons between not only this, this trilogy, like differences between Jurassic Park and Star Wars, but like Star Wars trilogy compared to other trilogies out there, like Back to the Future, Lord of the Rings, things like that you know what are dean i think you have something to say harry potter's direct ripoff of star wars there i knew so, that was coming yes. and i know zach yes, has I something have. to say about that yes, that was not like as soon as you're talking i was like i've done this numerous time and harry potter is a ripoff <laughs> i zach you want to go to that because you're our harry potter guy yeah i i i mean in in as much as they're both like heroes journeys yeah but i i don't like if it were a direct ripoff, there would be, you know, more like like nepotism. <laughs> there'd be more there'd be more nepotism going on. But the I think the most fleshed out family we get is the Weasley clan. Um, <laughs> but they, they brought in lightsabers. They brought in lightsabers they, in Harry that, Potter. Okay, so that's actually a movie mistake. That's a movie mistake. That's a priori incantatum happening between Harry and Voldemort's wand because of their the wand's relationship, the, what they're crafted out of. In the movie, you see that happen between Dumbledore and Voldemort and between a few other people who duel. That is an inconsistency with the lore. Um, so it's uh, it's a if if you're talking about like the way the spells collide and they kind of have like the yeah. crackling going on. Yeah, that definitely a movie mistake, uh, or or I I think a very big oversight since they have priori and cantatum inside of them. The Thank movie. you, Zach. Wand lore. I, it's so funny. I, uh, my my uh, sister in law is a huge Harry. We were, I, I visited her. Visited my brother yesterday, and we were talking about that the movies versus the books, and and it, I I don't think if you don't understand the wand lore of Harry Potter, you won't understand the movies at all, or especially how the movies end. And uh, yes, yeah, so I, I think you have to read the book. The books are so much better. But yeah, the lore in Harry Potter is so good. 
Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not arguing that. It's definitely fleshed out. But in my personal yeah. opinion, there are so many. I will. I won't even say high level because it's not low level copying. But I'll say medium level. There is so much of it that it's, in my opinion, especially the movies are direct ripoff. But even when it comes to the books, I don't. I've read all the books. I enjoy the series. Don't think I'm knocking Harry yeah. Potter. Great series. Like the upcoming Open World game. Um, like Hogwarts Legacy or something, I'm oh dying God, for. Oh God, that looks so good. <laughs> but, yeah. but like, there's so many things. And another where... another game that's not going to be on Xbox. <laughs> well, how about you leave the Xbox family? That's the easiest yeah, way to handle. Come to it. come to PlayStation. <laughs> PlayStation, <laughs> Nintendo, or where it's at. Um, but basically, <laughs> like, there's so many high level things that are similarities where it's just like you have your empire and the um. Why am I forgetting Death Eaters? Yeah. Yeah. Death Eaters. Yeah, okay. You have your Imperial Troopers and everything in the Death Eaters, and you have um, Voldemort, things like that, um, being Vader or the Palpatine, whoever you want to look at it. You have his top minions being Tarkin, etc. It's just there's so many similarities that, again, not a direct for direct ripoff, but there are so many things that you know JK may have watched Star Wars the night before. She waited a week to continue writing, and then not realizing that she was getting that idea from over there. She wrote it on the paper, like it, where it's like, she wrote it in her own words, but it was still, there's too many similarities where you have the chosen one. Like at the end of the day, you have the chosen one on both sides. That's the, that's the direct blatant ripoff. <laughs> it's like the chosen one right there. And I know that that's a, something that's through a lot of movies, but we're talking about like star Wars was one of the, in the seventies. So it's just one of those things of, it may have not been the first, but for me, it was the first of the chosen one type movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's that, that one I'm willing to that one I'm willing to to agree on. The chosen one is, is kind of that. Now that's a trope with with regard yeah. to like like the Death Eaters and Stormtroopers and kind of like having a like a constructed uh, enemy organization. That's just too to me that that is too archetypal like and you're, you're right about that because the death eaters could actually hit something so you're you're not wrong there <laughs> <laughs> uh, i just want to point this out in the chat what, <laughs> what? i want to what Zach, was he you referring? have a fan i, I have no that's idea my, that's my dad i don't i wonder if Lewis, if you could tell me to what you were referring there, that would be really helpful. Do you He'll want, do you want it to pop up on the chat? It. Do you want it to come up? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you want to see that? Yeah, okay, yeah. let me ask you. Let me ask you guys. You know, there's there's Galaxy's Edge and there's Harry Potter World at Universal. How would you... I think we're all Harry Potter fans in some capacity here. How would you feel is if when they built Harry Potter world, they only based it off the Fantastic Beasts movies. Because that's kind of what we got with Galaxy's Edge. They based it off sequel movies only. Let me hear you. Is it thoughts. a zoo? Is it a zoo? Is it a zoo? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd be down, actually. I would Do love you go it. into his briefcase? <laughs> yes. Like, is that is the, is the, is the, like, park inside a giant briefcase and then it's a zoo inside <laughs> i get it because it's like the it's the newest right it's the newest thing out on the market right so i i get it on that marketing aspect but i think when you open like yeah if you open up the you know the broad spectrum i think more people would flock to an original trilogy setup for star wars 
uh, and Harry Potter. I mean, look at it. Uh, was it Diagon Alley? I, oh my! I would love to walk through there. Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I would like to buy my own wand and go to the twins' uh, candy shop. Uh, yeah, I would, I would love it. So, same thing in Star Wars. I want to walk through the Moss Eisley Cantina. I don't want. I don't want to walk through the sequel trilogy Cantina. I don't care about that Cantina. I want to walk into the most Eisley can't build it. Build a replica. You build Han Solo's table. Let people take pictures like at the seat. I sat where Han Solo. So, you know, I don't know. Right. That would be amazing. So I have the there's a Star Wars cantina two blocks down the road from me. <laughs> yes, and it's it's re it's made to be like an exact replica of the, except for the uh, time that I went with you. The time that I went with you is Game of Thrones themed. I was so, I went to go visit Han. Dean was visiting. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I went to go visit Han. And he was so excited to take me there because that's how me and Han became good friends was through Star Wars. And he's like, I can't wait to go. And then we get there and it's like everybody's dressing in Game of Thrones stuff. And like <laughs> they have a tree. And like it's like, yeah, I can see how this is cool. But right now this is. Game of they Thrones covered up night. all the Star Wars walls and all the the bar, and they covered everything up and made it look like a Game of Thrones world. Oh my and God. I was like, Dean, I I'm so sorry, <laughs> I'm so pissed. No, that was John Snow's table. Yeah, oh Basically, <laughs> because it was at the time, it, I, it was it was like the worst timing because it was right when the series was ending, and that's when you were visiting, and that's when he went, and it was like. Good lord, man! <laughs> if you want a if you want a good alternative in the in the Los Angeles area, if you go to Santa Monica, and you're into poetry at all, there's a place called Barkowski, and it's a Charles Bukowski themed bar, and they they cycle photographs of him on the wall. All the drinks are themed after his major works. It's a very kind of glum place. It's, it's very worth. What part out. of Santa Monica is it in Hollywood? Uh. No, it's 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 nearer to the um, there's a you may have heard of this music store since you're also in music. There's um, uh, McCabe's Guitar Shop. And it's oh, yeah. about two doors down from McCabe's. OK, well, that's not too far from me. No. Bukowski's Barkowski. Barkowski. OK, cool. Uh, but well, we're running out of time for some of our guests here. But I wanted before like a few of you leave, I just wanted to ask you, you know, what um since we're celebrating 100 episodes do you have any favorite moments from han talks first or like a fun story about you know an episode we've done together or uh anything like that maybe it was a post you saw i'll start with dean four-legged gamer for me and that was ray by the way that popped up on um camera like i named her after ray that was my dog one of the four-legged gamers um just to throw that in there since she set up um, but my favorite had to be when you and I just got lost talking about Mandalorian and the finale for that because we went on for two hours and I think that we had to cut out probably 45 minutes of it at least and it was still an hour and 15 minute YouTube upload and podcast. Where yeah, we, we had just to got... cut out 45 minutes of you talking because once you start, man, <laughs> you guys heard of mansplaining? Dean is the definition of mansplaining. <laughs> no, it was a fun episode. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Smith Talkers, <laughs> let me hear it. Favorite moment? Oh boy, I I mean, it's hard to pick one, man, because I've been a I've been a big fan like since the beginning, and I I think I've always told you I really like personally 
um, because I do religiously listen to your show. Uh, I really, really like your deep dives into like the especially the, the the stuff lately, the behind the scenes. I think I told you, man. I I am a huge like documentary behind the scenes guy. So and there's not too many channels out there or stuff that like deep dive into that material. So for me, as a Star Wars fan, you hit that itch for me. And I just love hearing about you and like you doing the research and you deep diving into A New Hope, into Empire Strikes Back, into uh, the science of Star Wars. I mean, that's like one of my favorite episodes. And that was one of the real early ones was the yeah. science. And I think I told you, like, I just, I love like stuff that gets the the deep dive behind the scenes stuff. Um, I absolutely adore it. And dude, you do an amazing job at it, my friend. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. The, the, the science of Star Wars is still one of my favorite science episodes yeah. I've done. It's, uh, I learned so much. I have like tons of these old books that cover like random topics. Like the next one I have coming up is like the philosophy of Star Wars. And like, I got a book on Dharma and all this stuff. And I just, it's, they're so interesting and it's a different perspective on the franchise. So yeah, I love, I love doing those, but I'm glad you enjoy it. My, I think my favorite moment of Sith talkers is, um, <laughs> it was, it's the early episodes, like two years ago. And it oh, was, boy. <laughs> um, it was you, Steve, and you had some other guest on, I can't remember who, um, someone else anyway it was like one of the first times you introduced the segment of your show d time with lando and <laughs> it's the first time i heard it i think i texted you and i was like rolling in my car and we like i was with my girlfriend we had to pull over and she was like is he really doing this on his show <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it happened completely by accident like no way it's just funny how things happen and it started <laughs> as like a joke it started as me going to an island Right. And then it, that was kind of the conversation. And then it turned into D time with Lando, but the, the, the song wasn't there. Then eventually, man, I was just at work one night and I was, uh, this is when I was working two jobs and I was sitting at FedEx and in my head, uh, like I said, it's crazy where I just come up with stuff and, you know, it's like I come up with songs and stuff and I'm just sitting there and I was going, ah, 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 Lando. And I was like, I was like, that's, that's kind of catchy. I was like, I gotta find some catchy music for that, and I and there, you know, there's a there's a song in my editing software. It writes free. It's a you know copyright free music, and I use that. And it, but you know, I, write, I have different versions. I play a version on my guitar that I wrote. So, but yeah, man, it's completely by accident, but it it's it's fun. Well, it was <laughs> and, it was so funny because every time I occasionally that that melody will come into my mind, and I'm like singing it like at the store or something. But what's funny is the. First time I checked out your brother's page, he was in a pod, and I think they changed it to something else now. Yeah, they're Pokemon um, now. Yeah, Pokemon. So I heard that in the background, and I made a comment, and I was like, "Oh my god, you won't believe what just came to my head!" And I typed it out, and he said something like, "Yeah, that's different here or something." <laughs> but no, uh, you guys need to go check out Sith Talkers. Yeah, uh, oh, and and once again, that's what I love about Star Wars and the Star Wars community. You can come to my show, and it's pure entertainment silliness. We have a lot of fun. And then you go to Han's show. And like I said, you, he does deep dive. He has fun too, but he does deep dives and behind the scenes. Like I said, it's, it's I, I love it. Man. Everybody's, show. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that because I absolutely love it. So uh, I'm just saying like there, there's just there's different flavors of Star Wars and different podcast flavors of Star Wars. And that's why I love the community because everybody's so different. No, yeah. Um, your show is one of the reasons why I wanted to start doing new segments like Star Wars Replay. So oh, awesome. That, so. 
Awesome. Yeah, your Sith Talkers is a show. It's a show. So yeah, go check don't, them out. don't come to us for deep, deep, <laughs> deep, <laughs> deep dives and all that stuff. It's pure, pure fun, fun, fun entertainment. Yeah. And then Four Legged Gamer has a YouTube channel you should check out. He just did a um, a new video about uh, Bitcoin. Yeah, how to how to start mining and stuff like that. You could explain it better than I could, but you guys should check out his channel as well. Um, and then Zach, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll leave you here for just a couple more minutes. Yeah. Can you absolutely. hear me? Absolutely. No, yeah. I don't mind. Okay, cool. Um, well, do you two four-legged gamer Sith talkers have anything else you want to say before uh, we move on? I just want to say congrats it's again, like a, and thank you for having me on. Yeah, and, same uh, here. Yeah, Han, uh, thank you so much for inviting me, uh, and congratulations. Uh, uh, like I said, well worth all the success, all the all the thumbs up. All the views, uh, you know, everybody keep supporting this this man. He's a good guy. He's a positive influence on the Star Wars community, and and I love it. Thank you. Well, thank you guys so much, and uh, we'll have you on again soon, and I'll be supporting you guys as well. So, again, guys, go subscribe to Four-Legged Gamer and Sith Talkers, and they'll be back sometime in the future. I'll catch you guys later. Thanks again for joining us. See you later, guys. All right, and... So we're, we're still here with Zach for a little bit, but we're going to bring in a new guest. And this person has been on the show before as well. Actually, what's funny is the first episode of this podcast I did by myself. It was the introduction to Han Talks first. The second episode I had was Zach. And we talked about the top 10 iconic moments in Star Wars. Did. The third episode I ever did was with this man right here. <laughs> I always have to have an entrance. I'm sorry. What a reunion! <laughs> so, yeah, we're here with Lewis Woods, who is a what do you what would you call yourself? A, uh, a, a actor, filmmaker. Yeah, filmmaker, actor, creative. Yeah. Well, Maker I'm so happy you could be here. Stuff. Wait, and, uh, what was that? Oh, I said maker of things, doer of stuff. <laughs> Zach, can you turn your... Are you able to turn your mic up a little bit? Oh, yeah. Let me see. Is it... How's that? Yeah, it's a little better. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, right um, there. Cool. So, yeah, we have these gentlemen with us. Uh, we're just going to talk about kind of whatever comes to mind. And also, for the first time, bringing in someone else here. Uh, I've been on his show before. He has not been on mine. But we've we've chatted for a couple months, became friends, and reuniting at last ever since Return of the Jedi is Luke and Han. This is Luke from Hoth Off the Press. How's it going, How's it going buddy? How's it going? And all these people are creative people and have great projects which you can find and follow. Um, Luke, tell people since your first it's your first time here. Yes, it is. Hello. Show and you know how you got started and where they can find your podcast. Well, my podcast, like everyone's, is on um, everywhere you can find a podcast. It's on Spotify and YouTube and Anchor, Apple Podcasts. Um, I did a podcast because I was on uh, a Carlin show for Steel, Steel Wars. Um, and then that kind of gives us the motivation to do a podcast again. So I, I thought of a name. I decided to do um, Hot Off the Press, uh, which, I, which I quite like. And that seems to have struck a I love the name. I think the name's great. Oh. 
<laughs> I quickly had to search everywhere, make sure it wasn't taken. Uh, you got lucky. No, I love it. Uh, Hothoff is really great. You guys should check him out as well. Uh, I'll link that below in the description so you guys can just click it and go straight to it. Um, you guys missed it. Earlier today, I had Sith Talkers and uh, Four-Legged Gamer on, and Sith Talkers actually wrote a song for my 100th episode, and it was really fun. So if, if anyone who's just joining us now, um, go back and uh, check out the earlier part of the show, and you can see that there. Um, so we're just going to talk about anything we want to. We had some comments come in. I'll jump into some of them now, and we'll see where this conversation takes us. So originally, we were talking about the animated series of Star Wars and Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance. And, you know, there's some new ones coming up, Visions and uh, some other ones as well. I want to hear from you guys. What What's your favorite um, Star Wars animated show, uh, uh, the ones that are out now? And what are you most looking forward to? We'll start with uh, Zach. Yeah, definitely. My favorite of all time is going to be the Tartartovsky, like Samurai Jack style Clone Wars. That's not canon anymore. <laughs> um but like, you know, we had Dirge in that show. There was, yeah. um, uh, I mean, General Grievous with a different and cooler voice, in my opinion. And uh, like really violent show, which I loved. Uh, I'm looking forward probably most to Visions. I think that's the kind of the anime style uh, vignette one that we've got yeah. coming, right? Um, that, that so where does that rank on like, you know, out of the movies? Is that still pretty high? for you like over some movies and shows that might be coming out oh you mean that 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 old clone wars cartoon yeah it ranks fairly high um i'm really a shell for the cinematic universe though so i i think i don't know i love everything that's been done in the canon still um the 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 modern shows are are good but I, I, there was something really like kind of dark and robust about that original cartoon. I, I think it still stands above those those newer ones we're getting. Rebels is phenomenal. Clone Wars is mm. phenomenal. Obviously, this new season of Clone Wars we got is pretty damn near untouchable. But um, I really, really love that old show. And I think it stands above those to me uh, since it came out when I was a kid. But for the the movies are kind of still a cut above the rest. Yeah. Yeah, so with um, Lewis, you were actually um, involved with Disney at the time that they were making some yeah. of these shows. So you have was... some firsthand experience. And we actually know, we have a mutual friend who was actually the the body map <laughs> person for the character Sabine. Sabine and they, yeah. they mapped the that character from one exactly. of our, our friends. I, yeah, I do. No. I was like, oh my God, you do? And then I realized I know her too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah no, uh, Lewis, tell me about, because you, you said you had to watch certain episodes when you worked there, right? Like you, um, it was part of the job? I was, I, I, I'm kind of nervous of saying what I did because of I want to work with Disney in the future, but I was friends <laughs> with Darth Goofy. <laughs> it was basically <laughs> Goofy dressed up as Darth Vader with... Um, heart boxers like i don't understand why i wish we could pull up a picture and, like, <laughs> i'm, I'm looking cool. i'm looking yeah um, but no rebels is definitely one of my favorite cartoons only because of the experience that i had at disney world with um star wars weekends yeah but i'm i'm still i love star wars but i'm i'm still learning so please 
be patient with me when it comes. Well, to yeah, that. the episode we did together a long time ago was called Padawan Q and A, and you I'm just asked Padawan. questions you wanted. You're still Padawan, yeah. So we're here to help you uh, become a Jedi Knight today. But uh, Luke, okay. what are your thoughts on the animated series? Do you have a favorite? And what are you looking forward to most? Uh, what's your rank? Uh, your favorite animated series and least favorite? It's nice to it's nice to hear that anim- the two D animated Clone Wars get a mention because I've seen I've seen that and it's really cool. There's a fight in there with Anakin and the Sarge Ventress, and yeah. you really see Anakin's like it. It highlights his, his ability to turn to the dark side more so than the early series of the three D Clone Wars did. Um, it's really good. I do recommend it. My favorite animated show. I, I like the Clone Wars because of season seven. If you watch them season seven, it will be Rebels. Keep on going back and forth between the two. I watch Rebels Jewels and I'm like, oh, it's amazing. And I watch some of the Spears battles in Clone Wars and they're really good. Um, but I think it does. I think Rebels more so because it does draw from Ralph McCauley's illustrations more. Um, yeah. And you have that kind of style for it. Uh, I love the. I love the I love that Jason Isaacs is in it as the Grand Inquisitor. And I like that we get to see a lot of James L. Jones as Vader. Um, and I, I love I, I am excited for the I'm I'm excited for Visions and I'm really looking forward to Bad Batch because you go from the Clone Wars to then Revenge of the Sith and then Revenge of the Sith into the Bad Batch. You'll have that kind of continuous um, well continuity. You'll have the the, the story straddled carried right through. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned Bad Batch because I, I haven't talked about that at all on my show yet. And so I'm glad you brought it up. The mm-hmm. um, the thing about Bad Batch, I, I like the trailer, the trailer they put out a couple weeks ago. And at first I was like, really, they're going to do a show on Bad Batch. It's limited, right? It's only one season. Does anybody know? Mm, I'm not sure. I, no I, I, I think, think it's they're a limited only doing a, a limited run. Yeah. For me, can yeah. you explain what? bad batch oh yeah uh before i do check it out i found the picture so here's what lewis was talking about here's here's goofy yeah there's my boy (laughs) so you were friends with this man i was i was inside i mean i was friends with this (laughs) wait whoa i was friends with this man yeah you were inside (laughs) (laughs) inside goofy um yeah (laughs) you get his number (laughs) we call all the time (laughs) <laughs> did you, did you buy him dinner at the Disney buffet or whatever? The Mickey Mouse um, buffet, yeah. <laughs> Go- no. Goofy's Kitchen. Takes me out to dinner, honestly. Goofy's Kitchen, that's what it is. Yeah. Okay, well, moving on from that amazing A bad batch. What, can bad you batch. What did you is? watch the se- the ending of Clone Wars the last year's, was it last mm-hmm. year? The, season 7? I, I know what happened, but I did not watch it. So sorry. Okay, so there was these four characters introduced, and they're part of this um, group of defective clones. Is that right? Clones that kind of have some kind of disability, or they're augmented in some way, and they're part of their own little unit, uh, kind of like an A team, and they they kind of go on their own missions and do their own stuff. So they're an interesting group of individuals, but they're getting their own standalone series called the bad batch uh coming to disney plus may the 4th (laughs) and what's yeah so i wasn't interested in that show at first uh mainly because i I was 
still on a high from the ending of Clone Wars, and I really want something more like Rebels because it's my favorite. But the trailer came out, my interest grew a little bit more. However, I still don't know where it's going to go because it's probably going to take place after uh, Clone Wars. Uh, and I think it'll be with their new member. Was it Fives? Who was the new member? Or was it... Um, I can't remember who it was. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, Bad Batch. Uh, I'm, I, I, I don't know their getting... names, unfortunately. I'm really bad. Yeah, I don't they know had the names new, of those one new member join and I can't remember, but um, yeah, so Lewis, you have to check that out. Zach, do you have any That's thoughts well. about Bad Batch? Yeah, I, I thought they were cool. I mean, it, it, was a, it was a cool element to the to the last season, and I got the sense that they, they're kind of, they don't really have ROEs to work with. Like, they don't have any rules of engagement, so they're just kind of like, they're like a real renegade squadron here, and mm -hmm. I, I think it could be a cool... It, I think it's going to be a cool one of one of my desires is, is to see what you know happens to clones after stormtroopers start to get sort of integrated and um, to see you know how you know some of these folks who don't really necessarily belong to the Galactic Empire are going to go forward. Well, it's fascinating, right? Because what happened in that time period after uh, A New Hope? We know that Palpatine switched to you know, not using clones anymore, but one of them popped up, Rex popped up in uh, Rebels at some point with him and his crew, and they were kind of outcasts at that point. And I think this show is going to take place after um, the events of Revenge of the Sith. So it takes place in that time period. So we might get to see more uh, expanded uh, on what happens to a clone then. But it's an interesting topic to definitely for sure. Mm -hmm. What is... Um, Luke, what is your your favorite part about about the Clone Wars, or about Clone Lores? No, <laughs> um, it's it's the it's the it's the fact everyone's fighting style is highlighted. Even the clone troopers, like you're just there in the dirt, punching in the face. Like there's an episode where Grievous gets punched in the face by a clone, which is amazing. Um, but even the Jedi is like the the fighting style is more highlighted, so you see why everyone has an advantage in a particular battle that they're in. Um, and again, like the fight with um, Obi-Wan, I don't think it's it's not, is it Adagalia when Savage Opress and Darth Maul, she gets like in for 20 seconds, gets murdered by Savage Opress. He like, yeah, I think he stabs yeah. her and then he headbutts her and then he sticks his thorns in her. Um, but yeah, that was a great uh, string of episodes. But in, in that, you see Obi-Wan's ability to, to bide his time when he's kicking Savage or Press in the knee. And it, and slowly, slowly kicks him in the knee, kicks him in the knee, and at the right moment, he kicks his knee and like puts his leg out and then chops his arm off. Um, that's when Obi-Wan gets his like, psychopathic hair strand when he goes... When Obi-Wan, like, one bit of hair goes down. Sorry, I lost you for a second. What, what was that last thing you said? About uh, Obi Wan's hair strand when his hair strand comes down. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like it's like a Disney villain in the nineties, like the you know he means business kind of thing. <laughs> People were recently Toby talking Maguire. about that on Twitter. Toby Maguire. When he does this, when he gets all, <laughs> when he gets dark Spider Man. I wish I could do that. Oh no! I'm compared to that. So <laughs> Spider Man. Speaking of Spider Man, did you guys see the news that that um. You guys know who Ash is from Evil Dead? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So he's, he's like 
he's best friends with Sam Raimi, and um, he was Ash made an appearance in every Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Really? He was he was the uh, he was the waiter at the restaurant in Spider Man yeah, Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. the security guard at the Opera House in Spider Man One, uh, Spider Man Two. I can't remember what he was in Spider Man One, but he's he's gonna make an appearance in uh, Doctor Strange because yeah. Sam Raimi is making the second one. And so the theory is that he's also shooting a scene for Spider-Man 3 with Tom Holland and it's going to like bring all the universes together. <laughs> well, they are saying they're going to converge now, right? Like Toby Maguire's yeah. yeah. all but confirmed for this new kind of cinematic multiverse. Dr. Ogden. Yeah. Scott yeah, Hill. Albert Molina, I think is his name. He's back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jamie yeah. Foxx. Jamie Foxx, yeah. The thing about that is like they've confirmed the villains are going to be in Spider-Man 3. They never confirmed. <laughs> it's it's heavily rumored that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire will be in it, but they haven't like outright said it. So my like theory is if they're in the movie, do they risk waiting and having the reveal in the theater or are they going to put it in the marketing material? Cuz it's, it's kind of risky. I think I think they're going to wait. I think it's. I think they're gonna wait. Wait for the theater. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh, you're okay. You're okay. That um that leads me back to something we were talking about earlier. Um, we were talking about kind of compare comparing and contrasting trilogies of Star Wars with other other movies like that. Uh, I mentioned uh, Jurassic Park, and one one thing about Jurassic Park versus Star Wars is <laughs> one is. I, I think Star Wars is definitely the most successful franchise in the world. But I think Jurassic Park, those original three movies, are actually more popular than the original Star Wars trilogy. What do you guys think about that? I, I could be wow. wrong, but I feel like more people watch Jurassic Park and every kid loves dinosaurs, you know? I feel like you're wrong. <laughs> really? Every <laughs> three get like... The, I like them as movies, but they get kind of dismissed. Like, yeah, like, the movies go on, they get less fans. Less they fun. have more cult status to me, if anything. They they kind of like they're, they're like yeah. what Pulp Fiction is to the art film world. Like we have Lost World and like all these other franchises, but like I feel like the fandom when it comes to Star Wars was stronger than Jurassic Park. I don't. Yeah, I, I not like, not fandom. Not fan, um, but I'm like, talking about general audience. Mm. Yes, the Star mm. Wars movies still make money, but that that's relating to the fandom because we're going to see it ten times in theaters. Mm. The more accessible. But that first yeah. Jurassic Park movie is so damn iconic. It is iconic. First Star Wars is as well, but the puppetry. <laughs> it's more. It's also more relevant because it came out more recently. Yeah, it's true. Life. Uh, See, interesting I why was I offended by that? I was like, no. <laughs> so I'm so offended. I, I can't believe you said that. You're out. I'm totally. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I can't believe. Like, what did you send me? It was like a dark room. Like, at the Phantom Zone of podcast. <laughs> Oh, Good, oh don't God. do that again. I'm so sorry. I won't you asked, with you. I you asked what <laughs> favorite memories are of Hantox first, and that's probably going to be my new one. <laughs> <laughs> that's mine too. Uh, Good. First, that, first, you were inside Goofy. Was it as dark as the room I just sent you to? Yes. 
Did I tell you about my story about how I met Mark Hamill? No, no. I'd love to hear it. I never told you the story. No, no, go. Oh, I was I was friends. <laughs> I, I'm, but, it's weird that you went from the goofy comment to how I met Mark Hamill <laughs> because it has to do with goofy. <laughs> it has to okay, do with goofy. okay, okay, okay. Um, I was friends slash inside goofy. Um, I hope Disney <laughs> doesn't see this. Um, and <laughs> I was Darth Goofy that day, and they were like, "Oh, you have a visit visitor in your dressing room." So like me, Mickey. Donald <laughs> all went back to our dressing room and Mark Hamill was standing. And wow. as, as a character, you're not supposed to talk. So I was like, oh, should I like should I say something? But I'm like super excited to like say, hey, what's up? Um, and Mark was like, you can take your clothes off. Like it's fine. Like you can take your mask off. Excuse me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Strip. Excuse me. <laughs> use a mind trick. You will take your clothes off. <laughs> you will take your clothes off. Um, hey, no, and I was super excited. He put my he put the goofy head on and tried on my sweaty glove. It was very super cool. Wow. Were you able to talk after you took the mask off? Um, he had a I think an interview like right after, but he like waited to like visit us because we really were like dying to see him. Um, so it was very quick. When yeah, was this? Better, right? When was he at, um, at Disney? At 2014, I think. Oh, interesting. So um, right Star before... Wars Celebration 2014. Oh, that was a big one. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think it was the last cool. one too, maybe. Or the second to last. I have never met anyone who's worked on Star Wars. I've met one... I've interviewed one person uh, who worked on um some of the books but i've never mm. actually met anyone who's worked on star wars but luke has yeah well, no, do you want to um, talk about that yeah yeah the me podcast a week ago was mark mark austin and he's a he was a animation supervisor for ilm and disney um he did the creatures in the 97 edition of new hope and he was boba fett in the in the in the reshoots um but I mean, I was I was nerding out because of that. But then I found out he worked on like Casper and then Dinosaur and Warhorse and Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet, yeah. Um, and an advert for a tea bag brand in the UK in the nineties. He did the cartoon for that, which for me was exciting. Um, um, but I've met David Prowse at the Comic Con. I've met um, Julian Glover, who was General Vegas. Oh. Wow. Um, and uh, I've seen, I was at a panel with Carl Weathers, Ian White, Julian Glovers, and Kenny Baker. And. Wow. There was a bunch you, of like. You've met a lot, man. It was the same Comic Con. Um, but I've Still. not like, not like done a. I'm not like met them outside of Comic Con. Um, I've met Christopher George twice, to talk about another franchise, Stargate, and Kratos. Um, he's cool. Um, Which one was your favorite meeting? Uh, in person, David Prowse, because it was he was really polite. He didn't want to. Um, every time I was like being polite to kind of back away, he was asking more questions, and I was like, okay. And then he was. Yeah, I, I hear all the time that he's just such a sweetheart, or he you know was he passed away a couple months ago, unfortunately. But I'm glad you got to meet yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, like just like nice, nice, humble guy. I mean, Kenny Baker was there. He did look. It didn't look. Like unwell, unwell, but he was just like happy to meet people. I think. 
Um, do you want to know who isn't such a good? Oh my god! <laughs> isn't such a nice guy? Yes. Um, I mean, he might have been having an off day, but he's the. Uh, is it is Admiral Priet? Captain Nadar gets killed. Uh, and then Admiral Priet takes over. That's right. It's him that actually played him. Um, Admiral Priet? He just just a bit dismissive of people at his table. Um, oh. If you, if you were just there at chat, he was like. Um, if you're just there at chat and see you're a fan, and that, he was like, oh, okay. He was he was only bothered if you were ready to drop some cash from his photographs. He wasn't bothered it was just which is like a bit with on the other hand, David Prowse I, I did the same. I didn't I, I was new to convention, I didn't realise I had these stacks of stuff to buy at the tables. Um, yeah. but uh he was he was not as humble, shall we say. Wow. Um, it That's was just annoying because cool. you're like yeah. you kinda of get there and he's like, Oh Kevin, and you kinda of sat back in his chair uninterested. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been to San Diego Comic Con once, and even then, I didn't meet anybody that I like follow the work of. So at some point, I want to meet someone from Star Wars. George Lucas is top of my list. I would love to meet him one day. Zach, have you met anyone from Star Wars? Uh, I only, you know, I know the the gal that was Sabine, um, <laughs> uh, and I know Darth Goofy, as it turns out. <clears throat> so that's that's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, Star Wars story. Yeah, I've I would I had four day tickets to Star Wars Celebration in August, and I was be- I was gonna uh, fly out to Anaheim for that. I I live in Oklahoma City these days, but I'm from Los Angeles. Um, and other than that, I guess the I I've met a lot of famous people uh, in passing. I once opened a bathroom door for Al Pacino at the at a circus. No way. That's what I said to him. I said, I, I was like 12 and he was like intentionally dressed as a hobo. I opened the door for him. And even at 12, I had just watched the movie Scent of a Woman. Can I cuss? Am I, am I yeah, able yeah, to cuss good. on here? Okay. Cause like literally at 12 years old, my thought was as this guy walks past me through this bat, like shit smelling bathroom door at a circus goes, like I go, brothers and Barnum Bailey circus. it was a, uh, a uh, Barnum and Bailey. Yeah. And <laughs> so <random>. yuck. <laughs> he passes through this door, and I look. We make eye contact, and I go, "Holy fuck, that's Al Pacino." <laughs> and I'm 12. Yeah. And and I also had a deeper voice when I was 12, so I literally yeah. went, "Holy fuck, that's Al Pacino." I walk out the bathroom door, and I look at my uncle who's standing outside the bathroom, and I we make eye contact, and our eyes say to each other, "Holy fuck, that was Al Pacino." <laughs> <laughs> and so he like we're just standing there like like hoo, 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 monkeys like waiting outside the bathroom just waiting for al pacino to walk back out he comes back out we both go Forget <laughs> <laughs> about it. and and he just shoots us the thumbs up and walks away it was awesome Wait, is this <laughs> like, in la or this was in anaheim so like it was I at the ha- sense. yeah that makes- <laughs> It was then the Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim, now the Honda Center. It's where the Ducks okay. play hockey. Yeah, nice. What Dude, up? my favorite Al Pacino, uh, like funny role is in um, Jack and Jill. Never seen <laughs> Have it. You guys seen uh, that? It's that a terrible movie. movie. Yeah, it's a terrible yeah. movie. But he has this scene in it where he's doing a commercial for Dunkin' Donuts, and he walks into Dunkin' Donuts, and they're like, "Hey, Al, that's not my name anymore. It's Dunk." And they're like, Dunkachino? 
<laughs> and then they start singing a song. And the best part is, like last month, someone on YouTube made an, an edit of that that commercial. But it was if Ryan Johnson had directed that Duncan Chino commercial, and it's the funniest video ever. I'll send it to you, Zach, after because I know I you'll love it. I actually kind of want to see this as well. <laughs> uh, if I could find it, uh, I'll put it up here. But can I? Yeah, ask, I have a question for Luke. Yeah, for Luke. Um, are those Buzz Lightyear headphones? Or like... no, no, they're not. It's just a. Oh, okay. It's like green and purple, right? Okay, I might I do gonna... like I might get like a, a like a glass thing and wear them. When I'm yeah, doing you should. You should. <laughs> I'm super excited for the cartoon, the animation that's coming out to infinity and beyond. Oh, with Chris oh, Evans. Is Chris that, Evans is. Mm-hmm. Is that like where it's actually? It's not. It's a toy. The actual Space Ranger. No, it's not the toy. It's the yeah. actual like yeah. yeah. It's based on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. I forgot about that. Uh, cool. So well, we're getting close to. Yeah. It's, when Disney did that Investors Day, they they threw down a they they whipped out their you know proverbial donger and slapped it on all their faces. <laughs> so I just animate that. <laughs> okay, we're getting close to uh, the end of our time, but before we leave, I've already asked Zach the favorite moment, which is you know Lewis going into the void. But um, Luke and uh, Lewis, I'm going to ask you guys what's if you have a favorite moment of Han Talks first, how we met. Any topics we shared together or, you know, a video you saw of mine? Uh, Luke, do you want to go first? Do you have a favorite moment between us? I en- Not a moment, but I enjoy the um, I enjoy the WandaVision episodes because this, I'm oh, like cool. a fan of the MCU, but I'm not like a fan, fan of the, the comics. So I'll miss things or I'll miss references. So it's always something I appreciate to kind of go in and see another perspective because then it means I'll go back and watch it and go, oh, that's right, that's right. I'm excited for Friday. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, it's the ending. Is uh, anyone else here watching WandaVision? What do you guys think? Oh my god! Like amazing, a masterpiece. Like I don't know. <laughs> it was, it was Agatha. Oh, oh I, love that. I love that actress because she pops in comedies all over the place. She's all, she's like the she's in like every of, comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's amazing. I'm finally glad she's getting the recognition. And if anyone's seen Pleasantville, then that. Yeah. Um, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. Uh, if you watch Pleasantville, you'll appreciate the first two episodes of Wonder Vision like loads more. It's so good. Yeah. Pleasantville's amazing. Such a good. So I haven't, I haven't watched the full thing, but I saw some clips <clears> of it because someone else made the same point you did, where it's it's essentially the same. Mm. Pleasantville is like WandaVision, but yeah, it's right on point. Um, Lewis, you probably don't have one, but do you have a favorite moment? Sure. I do have I actually I do. It's very mushy and sentimental. Um but no, I think I think the pre-production of it. Like I remember when this idea was such a small, like conscious, like seed, and it grew into this beautiful like 100 episode um thing. And I'm really proud of you. So that's it. Like I remember when you first asked me if I could come on the show and it's really it's taken off, and I'm so proud. As a well, friend, thank you. brother. Yeah. Yeah, it was it's my goal to try and involve as many friends as I can onto this mm. show. Some people, you know, are just like a Star Wars show. No, it's not for me. But like <laughs> even 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 you, Lewis, who's like not a, a giant Star Wars fan as much as I am or other guests that I have on the show, you still came on and we had a great conversation. Yeah, too, I'm having so. so much fun. Please like invite me again. I would love to be on on the show. Again. I would love to. 
I would love to. Um, but we, what was that? Sorry, like I'm currently like I I need more knowledge because I'm currently like writing an epic, and I would love to like get more like Star Wars like influence. Yeah, we we have a uh, for those of you listening, we me and Lewis have a project coming out together soon. Um, he actually wrote and directed a, a short film. Um, I don't know if you want me to say as anything else other than that, but uh, I worked on the music of it, and um, hopefully, it, yeah. at some point, we can release that and share with you guys. Hopefully, uh, release this. next year um, after festivals. But yes, yeah, uh, but. Keep your eyes and ears open for that, everybody, because uh, and he has a bunch of other projects in the works as well. Um, well, so before we get out, um, if you guys want to take a second and you know plug yourselves where people can find your content or your social media uh, and any last thoughts you have. Zach, you were here the longest, so I'll, I'll start with you. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, you can find me on social media at Zach Valadon. And uh, that, yeah, I've got a ton of sub things that you can find through there, but I do... I'm a maker of things and doer of other stuff. So you can get a sense of that through there. But Kate, uh, Han, thank you for having me on here. And, uh, uh, you know, congrats on a hundred episodes. It's been, you know, as being the first guest on the, on the podcast, it's crazy to see the views that you're getting now. And, um, I'll never forget driving out to your apartment on that first day and, <laughs> and sketching out what we were going to talk about. So much fun. Yeah. I, that's a great memory of mine. And that episode still to this day is, I think third or fourth highest rated podcast uh, most viewed. So people really love that. So we have to do another one, maybe another top 10 or ranking of some sort, but yeah. no, thank you dude so much for coming here again. You guys can find him at the pen, the sword podcast or Moonlight, moon night, moon life, moon life, moon life coffee. Uh, I'll link that in the descriptions below. So check that out. Thank you, Zach, for being here. I will talk to you really soon. Bless you, brother. Be well. Good to see you guys. See ya. See you now. Bye Zach. Um, and then uh, for for you guys, for Luke, uh, do you want to tell people where they can find you as well, and um, if anything else you got coming up soon that people can look forward to as well? Yeah, so you can Hoff Off Podcast is the kind of initial that I've chosen because it's easy. Yeah, fine. So that's me Twitter and that's me Twitch. Um, and then you can find Hoff Off the Press on YouTube, again Spotify, Apple Podcast, everything. Um, <clears throat> I've just did a I did a podcast last week with Mark Austin. I did one. Yes, on Saturday with First Classic Podcast. And then coming up, I think I've got a voice actor on from the fan audio drama, The Adventure of the Zolan Dart. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, excited to, just excited to kind of be in this podcasting space. I've been lucky with the podcast I've found. Um, and there's no, there's no kind of, I'll say it, bullshit. Uh, it's just kind of good. Even if you disagree, that people are just kind of, you know, there's no kind of like die kind of shit. Um, right. And it's, I mean, you can, you, I'll say, I said it before, you're like two, one or two tweets away from being in Star Wars Twitter, like the worst part of it. You can click to, you can click twice, see the replies, and that's it. You're down this rabbit hole of like, what, what, what? <laughs> right. Um, and I thank you very much for being on. It's really good to be on your 100th episode. 100th episode is great. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad you joined us. Uh, of course, for the listeners, I've been on his show once before. You can go find that. I'll link it below. And just follow his channel in general. He's got some other stuff uh, coming up, and he does great content, great work. So I'm glad you're, you, you know, you you told me you, you had a podcast before, and you kind of 
wanted to get mm-hmm. back into it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad you came back into it. But we'll have yeah. you on for another episode, a little bit more traditional episode where we'll have some topics of discussion. But thanks for popping in and saying hello. Thank you very much. We'll, we'll stay in touch and uh, I'll see you on Twitter, my friend. See you, see you Lewis. See you, Luke. Okay. <laughs> you. Me and you. <laughs> you and I. <laughs> um, where Do you uh, have anything you want to share with people? You know, I know you have some projects. You probably don't want to like say yeah, anything but... yet, but uh, you, you could plug your social media or anything else where people could find you. Of course. Yeah. You guys can find me at le.woods instagram um and the only project i really have coming out is a short film called a guide of being an earthling um super excited about that one should be coming out maybe in the year um but yeah that's that's really it yeah again i'm super i'm like really proud of like this progress like it's so good like everything that she created well, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm glad you could be a part of it too. And uh, same to you. We'll have you back on sometime on a more traditional episode. We can have some topics. This one was just for for fun, just to kind of celebrate, yeah. hang out with a bunch of people. But yeah, thank you so much for being here. And I'll put your social media in the description so you listeners can check it out as well. But I will talk to you soon, my friend. So take care. May the force be with you. Awesome. See ya. How great was that? All these guests that came in and joined us today. Pretty cool, right? If you're still with us, welcome. Thank you for sticking around. You can uh, subscribe if you haven't yet. And please like the video, uh, Rural Farm Boy, in the comments. I saw you mention that earlier. Thank you for uh, plugging that for me. Please like this video. It helps out so much. If you haven't already, so far we have seven likes. Let's see how many we can get on this video, shall we? And uh, if you are watching on the YouTube, you can also listen on Spotify. You can follow us there on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, Google, Stitcher, Overcast, everywhere you can find podcasts, we are there. But that was pretty fun, right? All those guests come in and share their thoughts. I'm not going to be on here much longer today. I just wanted to hang out and kind of tell you guys what you can expect from the podcast going into season three. Again, here's the artwork, the new artwork for Han Talk's first podcast. And season three, we're going to have a lot of great things coming up, uh, such as I'm in talks with a Lucasfilm employee, a Lucasfilm artist, and I'm trying to line up a date with them to see when they can be on my show. And it's a it's very. I'm very excited about it, and if it if it comes true, it will be a very great, um, a very great episode, and one to that'll be very exciting as well. Um, so we have that. We have more uh, segments coming to the show, such as a Star Wars replay. We'll be doing a lot of other things in the future, such as um, listener submitted questions. So if you guys have anything you want to talk about on the show or you want me to talk about and you haven't heard me (laughs) speak on it, uh, you can send those in and I will pick one a week to dedicate about 10 to 15 minutes to and we'll discuss it as a main topic here on the show. Very great show today. Thank you, Max. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, You've been here for a lot of live streams and I really appreciate that. Uh, Thank you guys for um, all of you who have been here. Uh, some people on Facebook are saying hello as well. Nice to see you on there. The Facebook page is relatively new. Um, it was created two years ago, but eventually I'll go on there and put in some special kind of content that you guys can see there as well. Um, like I said, on the Instagram, we're starting this new series called Hans Hangouts, which you can you can join us for live. I did one yesterday with Aisa, and we just kind of talked about you know whatever comes to mind. And I'll be doing another one tomorrow. And you can see that as well. And uh, some other episodes you can look forward to. I mentioned earlier is the philosophy of Star Wars, where we'll take a deep dive into the, um, you know, 
most of the philosophical elements from the original trilogy and more importantly the prequel trilogy because there's a lot more implemented into episode one two and three than there are in any of the other star wars films but we'll be taking examples from philosophers throughout time how it relates to modern day and of course bringing up many different examples there is a revan video coming soon i saw someone in the chat ask if they could do a uh if i could do a well they said they were looking forward to a revan video um by star wars but i'll actually be doing a top 10 about revan and i did one in the past before as well talking about how keanu reeves would be a great pick for darth revan which is still true to this day but you can check that out as well um some other stuff as well you know we're going to try and you know bring the quality of the show up a little bit more we you know we just recently started doing youtube like two and a half months ago so the setup i have here is still in the works but there's some other great things coming such as a new banner some new logos and all that other kind of stuff and we just started on twitch i see three people on twitch right now thank you for joining us twitch hasn't even i literally have done nothing on twitch yet except for this video so i'm glad to see that as well and of course every friday i will still be doing a marvel talk show uh this currently in rotation is the wandavision after show which i do with my girlfriend and we talk about wandavision imagine that and we'll be doing a season finale today or this friday pretty cool stuff um but honestly, that's all I have for you today. I just want to take a couple extra minutes and thank you for joining us and for supporting this channel and listening to the show. Uh, we will be back on Friday with the WandaVision After Show and returning with Star Wars again on Monday for the latest and greatest in Star Wars. Um, you guys are great. You've always been great. I uh, can't wait to see what comes of this show going forward. And um, yeah, thank you for 100 episodes. And we will be back um very soon so stick around more videos to come on youtube uh now somehow some way somewhere this week may the force be with you so who talks first you talk first i talk first